Good evening, everybody. How everybody? Okay, I think we're. I think we're. I think we're good now. Um, let me check. Let me check. Let me check here. Good evening. Good evening. How is everyone doing this fine evening? I believe we're live now on um, this uh, Thursday, Wednesday night. I'm so used to seeing Thursdays. Um, I'm so used to that. Uh, but. Uh, I'm so I'm so excited to be here tonight with my special guest, Dr. Lorenda Jones of uh, Beyond the Grief Ministries. And again, remember like and share if you're watching this on Facebook now, if you or if you're watching it on YouTube later, on the YouTube channel, like and subscribe to the channel. We're trying to grow the channel um, actively now. <laughs> I didn't always do it, but now we are. And I'm just again so excited to be on BBS Radio. And um, before we before we get started, let's go ahead and do our intro. One second, we'll be in, and we'll be right back. Good evening again. Welcome to the Just Troya show. I am your host, Just Troya. Y'all know, well, you know who I am. I'm Just Troya. But to my, was it my left, my right? I can't tell. Uh, my special guest is Dr. Lorenda Jones, um, Beyond the Grief Ministries. Uh, she was on before, in how, and 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 I'm and I'm so excited to be on BBS Radio. Uh, if you want to call in and talk to her, ask her any questions. Her, uh, the number is right there, 888-627-6008 or 323-744-7831. Excuse me, the phone number is, is scrolling at the bottom. So feel free to, um, if you have any questions of us, give us a call. We are live. Um, and we well, um, and the producers in the background will um, will alert us that if, if anybody who has any questions. So, Dr. Jones, please tell everybody who you are, how we met the whole, well, we met, well, I can, I can guess I can tell that story. We were, um, we were on a panel, uh, what was it, almost a few months ago, right? Um, uh, scattering, scattering, scattering hope, which is a, a was a, a grief, a grief, uh, summit. Um, for those who had committed suicide and she was, she was one of the guests. I didn't know her. She didn't know me. Um, but we connected. I, I reached out to her. I said, Hey, I got this show. Would you like to, um, would you like to come on? And she said, yes. And from there, we just, it's been a God connection. So I'm really excited that she is back on the show. And what I'm trying to do is recycle everybody who was on my first shows. And now that I'm on this new platform, that they have the opportunity to tell their story and get their self, get, get everything out there. So uh, without further ado, Dr. Jones, can you tell everybody who you are, uh, where you hailed from, and uh, a little bit about Beyond the Grief? Okay. First of all, Troya, it's beneath. <laughs> I'm sorry, beneath. I'm sorry, beneath. 
that is that's perfectly fine. Um, good evening, everyone. And my name is Dr. Lorenda Jones, and I am from Beneath the Grief Ministries Counseling Services. And also, as well as counseling services on um, Beneath the Grief Ministries is in ministry. What Beneath the Grief Ministries is, of course, is you hear the word beneath the grief. And, and when you hear the word of beneath the grief, that is what it is, the grief. And in talking about this grief issue, um, let me say this to you that I am not only talking about the grief of the graveyard grief. I'm talking about the grief of grief. Grief is grief. Um, just like we have here, good grief. Grief in problems, different areas of life is grief. Mm -hmm. And it's grief because it bothers you. And, and it annoys you and, and it will have an effect in your life. Uh, I, I will say that people don't want to see that. Um, they ignore that. And I will say that there is a word that is used for that people get away from. And that is the word of grief. And, and instead, what people do is they use the word of bereavement. I hear this word quite often. Uh, I, I'm okay with the word, but I like to tell the truth. And, and the truth of the matter is that it is grief. And, and it's grief that some people do not even know what the word bereavement means. It, it, mm -hmm. it sounds like a type of a tag. And, and, and you'll say it and, and people just be, well, you know, I'm just in bereavement. Well, what is it? Tell me what it is. And I've asked many people and challenged them to give me the word. And, and, and I end up saying, you're grieving, aren't you? And they say, yes. And then I'll ask them, well, let me ask you another question. Is it grief? And they're like, yes, I, I'm in grief. And I'm saying, well, tell me a little bit about your grief. And then they're telling me all kind of problems that they're having, that they're having depression, that mm -hmm. they are anxious. Um, and, and you might hear some mental health issues as well. Uh, right. So, and I say grief to people, I just immediately people shy away. I get it all the time that, that people say to me, well, I can't do this. That I'm getting scared. I'm getting nervous because I go after the grief. I need people to talk about the grief. It's ignored. And here we are in a pandemic. Let's tell the truth. I might sound like I'm preaching because I am. And so, you know, with, with, the, with this grief, here we are in a pandemic and COVID-19 and we are in grief. Come on, tell me something that right. we grieving right now. And, and and whoever says that they're not, I'm going to come at you. I'm going to come to you and I'm going to ask you to explain to me how you're not in grief. Because what we have seen within the last over the year now that we have seen many, many, many things happen. We have seen many, 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 many deaths. Okay. Like I said, it is not just that. People have lost homes. People have lost other things. People have lost friendships. People have, have just lost ability. 
People have lost responsibility. Things have happened in people's lives that are grief, okay? That's what it is. So when I talk about grief, I'm talking about it from every angle. So don't be scared. Don't be scared to to talk about. Yes, we can. If if you want to go there, I can go there too with the graveyard grief. I'll take you there. I'll help you there if that's what you need. I'll help you. But I, I want I want it to be known so that people can get comfortable with talking about this grief because mm-hmm. it you need you need to do it because if you don't, then I'll tell you. I always say that if you don't do it, it's coming against you. Okay, so do it. Do your work in grieving. And if you do it, you can be free. You can be free. Yes. Some people say, oh, how can I be free and grieve? Well, you're not free if you don't do anything about it. Right. <laughs> if you do nothing, if, if, you, if you just sit there and you do nothing about it, you ignore it. And for years and years, I see people in grief about things that just take an expression. It just takes to do something about it. And, and, mm-hmm. and they do nothing. Because right. right away in their minds, it's and and then they'll say, "Well, I can't deal with the grief part because they're still stuck in that graveyard grief, still stuck right. there." Anything that you've lost, anything that you have lost, that's important to us. Am I right? I mean, it's important. So why can we not go ahead and grieve? So lately. I've been hearing the word a little more. I'm getting a little more happier now. And everybody said, oh, this woman of grief. This woman get happy about this word grief. I want people to deal with their grief. That's what I want. And that's the thing. And that's what, because yeah. I, um, like I was telling somebody, was it Monday? I think it was, I was talking, I had, I was, I was on someone else's show, which was really great. I, um, another BBS show. But um, the one thing she asked, we talked about was the, the um, and, and it's good. You're talking, you're saying that about the grieving part is uh, I was telling her that I found a, um, a definition that uh, throughout the early, early in the pandemic, I, w- I was in a grief, a, a grief, it was an hour seminar, whatever they called it. And one of the definitions and the definitions I've been, that I've been using ever since has been from that, um, from that. And I can't remember, I don't even remember how I even found these people, excuse me, but they said that grief is the loss of a person, place, or thing that you're emotionally attached to. And, um, and then when I began to start, when I began the good grief program, it was, um, are you just going to talk about, like you said, the loss of a, the physical loss of, of someone? And, um, and I said, and this and I said, well, what about divorce? What about losing a job? What about lost and then lost opportunities? So grief does not just, like you said, it's not this, just the same way you grieve is not linear. Um, what, how we define grief is not, is it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't fit into this neat little box, like you said. Um, but the one thing that we, that you said, I mean, now, and and it's starting to get a name. And you're talking, and you were right when you said that. They're starting to this thing, what's going on in the world, this this thing of all this great loss, there is a term for it. There, there really truly is. I, I I don't feel like I'm depressed, but I know something's not right. Um, I lost my friend, I lost my job, I lost freedom, I lost these different things. What is this thing called? Um, I know I'm not depressed, but it's something, it's and you're right, it's called grief. 
And I believe now we've been talking, it's been, and maybe that's God's divine, uh, divine plan because because um, the one thing that I've, I've, I'm on the mission to do is to normalize this thing called grief. And maybe the whole world <laughs> needed to see that there's this loss and this grieving, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, we, 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 and we, we need to say the word. <laughs> we need to say the word that it is just that. Why are we putting band-aids on it? Right. Uh, I think we mentioned earlier, Troya, that, that our community, we're horrible at doing this. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I'm just going to tell the truth. Whoever's angry with me, I, I, I'll be more than happy to talk to you. But we're, we're, hor- we're horrible at this. And, and, and oftentimes, you know, I am in private practice as well. And, and believe me, it, it, it's not one of those that the doors are swinging open and, and I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. But when you come, I need you to deal with your grief. I, I need you to do your homework. And guess what I find out? It's like you said, it could be a divorce. Again, here we are in the pandemic and people are losing jobs left and right. People mm-hmm. don't know what do. They don't know the next steps. They have not seen their families. You know, the different things, the children going back to school, uh, spirituality in the church, what's going on, things mm-hmm. that are happening. everyone, everyone, this is grief. This is grief. Let, let, let's do our work, you know, and, and that's, that's my drive wedge there that, that I'm going after people. And I'm like saying, you'll deal with your grief. I think that's my mission here on earth, that that's what I'm supposed to do. So I, I need people to do that and talk about that. That That's a problem right there. If you keep your mouth closed on it, nothing's going to happen. It's going to feel mm-hmm. like a ghost. It's going to feel right. like that. It's going to feel like that. It, you're going to be affected by it. Um, it's It can affect your body, your soul, your spirit, your Everything. mental Everything about you is affected when you don't handle grief. As I, as I have a book that's called Handle Your Grief, There Is Hope, Nothing Is Impossible. And handle, and it's big letters on the book, handle your grief. You know, it, right. it, it's, it's not a sin and it's not a crime to handle your grief. And, and, and it needs to be done. So I, I can't push enough to say, please handle your grief. Let's face it. Everyone is show up. Yes. You're yes. right. Everybody, and we, we we talked about that too. That everybody, I mean, I um, and well, you know, Dave Kessler. You know, I love him. Love, love, love Dave Kessler. Um, he he. I'm currently in a training with him, and to, now I, I was sharing um the other day two things that just, just he just made me angry. Um, when he said this one, he said that um, and I saw this on Facebook. Somebody put a post in, and they 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 mentioned something about if you don't know. Um, why I'm still crying um, a year later that you've never experienced anything. And I said, I, and I said to them, spoiler alert, um, grief never goes away. When Dave Kessler said that in one of the trainings, I was just so angry. I was just like, wait, what? And, and I think all of us kind of, I mean, it, it, was, it was like a, a, a pause hitting your chest. Like, <gasps> like, what do you mean it's never going to go away? But the truth of the matter is it doesn't. Because it's always going to be something that may remind you. I, I was, I was a a, a a complete wreck on um, Sunday. I had to sing. Um, uh, I was singing at. I was asked to be the uh, praise and worship leader at a church this past Sunday, 
And when I said yes, I didn't pay attention to the date. It was my grandmother's birthday this past um, Sunday that I had to sing. And but I had already committed to it. Um, And as I was singing, I was into the worship and I just got very emotional. And and again, I didn't realize it till I sat down after after I finished singing and I and I went to share the um, the link of the church. And I looked at the date and I was like, oh, it's my grandmother's birthday. Um, and I said, clearly she wanted me to hear, she wanted to hear me sing from heaven. Um, but even that, and, and, and then it, then, then Dave Kessler's words came right back to me. It was like, the grief never goes away. I'm just learning how to live um, through, through the loss. And then the other thing he said, I think you agree, touch on that is that, um, excuse me, um, something that he said, he said, grief is as unique as your, as your DNA meaning that no two persons DNA are the same unless you're a twin, an identical twin. So no way, the way that you grieve is not going to be the same. I'm not going to grieve like you do, Dr. Jones, and um, you're not going to grieve like I do. And I'm not going to grieve like other people in however I grieve is my, is, is it works, whatever works for me, works for me. Right. Um, And we can't force people into this little box and we can't and we want that but we want them to go through the five stages that uh Kubler Ross made so many years ago and that's not the neat little package anymore, right? Exactly. Those stages don't go in order. Mm -mm. And we need we need to see that that the stages are not one, two, three, four, and five. The stages might be four, five, six, and seven. So right. we we need to come out of, I like how you said that, we need to come out of that box. And 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 that box for everyone is different. And mm-hmm. that that first that first uh thing that we need to do as someone who say you if you're dealing with somebody that is in any kind of grief. First of all, listen. <laughs> listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you listen, easy, easy part of communication, right? Um, if you listen, you'll find out about the grief. You you'll find out if we listen. Right. And mm-hmm. look, uh, yeah, look, look at body language. I, I mean, these these things that I'm talking about, these are issues that people have, and it's in their grief, their yeah. body language, what they say, how they say it. Mm-hmm. These are areas that in, in people's lives, and you'd be surprised, a crack of a voice, a crack of someone's voice. They're grieving. Mm-hmm. And, and if you do the work and all, you'll know it. You'll know it. And if you listen to what they say, then you'll you can you'll hear it. I had an elderly, I had an elderly lady. Um actually it was it was kind of strange because I knew her from, from from a church. And and a couple of weeks ago, apparently her um daughter is um is part of a part of a program that and a school that I'm in. And, and I was talking to the mother, I was talking to the daughter and the daughter says, well, I want you to, you know, talk to the mother. And so the mother called me and I mean, now, can I tell you, 
all over the church from what I know of the sister, beautiful lady, beautiful elderly lady. I love it. I love to see the woman, praise the Lord. I just love to see it. And, and I mean, I mean, I mean, but when she got on that phone and she was talking to me, I could not believe how this woman, she said, she said, I need to talk to you about some of that stuff. <laughs> That's what she said. I need to talk to you about some of that stuff. You know, I knew what some of the stuff was she was talking about that she did not have to say to me, I want to talk to you about the Greek. But mm-hmm. because I was listening, because I had that listening ear, she began to tell me about her husband that did pass away about five or six years ago. Wow. She began to talk about that and how she never talked about the fact of, you know, he had the kind of job he had, how he never rested, you know, how he just was just working all the time. You know, she didn't know what to do. I mean, I was really, really amazed how this woman began to talk about her grief. And and I was just, you know, I was just so proud of her. I was like, wow. And now I'm again, I'm thinking I could see this woman dancing around the church. And I'm saying, like, I knew who she was, and I was just shocked. And I was like, I said, you know something? Let me just ask you, now that you've said all of that and you've told me a little bit about your husband, I said, how do you feel now that you have talked about this you know the woman said you know i actually feel better <laughs> she said actually better. and that's and that's the key because somebody asked me that last week um when we were when we were at the retreat they're like how they they said how did you know how to do this i said i just i said what we what i've done the only thing i've done i've, I've done two things I've, I've created a safe space a no judgment zone that you can say whatever you want and then gave you the permission to say how you how you're feeling, and I don't think we do that enough in any community. I don't think we do it in. I mean, we actually, you know, we don't do it in the African American community, but I don't think we do it enough in America. Period. That create us a safe, non-judgmental zone, and say, "Listen, sugar, we know that the underlying reason why you're why you why you why you you're you're doing drugs, why you're self-medicating, why you're making bad decisions, there's a loss, there's a trauma there that's unresolved, and um, you're stuck in that trauma." And somebody said, "Well, Troy, I said, you know, God called me. I, I didn't call me to this work. God called me to this work, and my hope and my desire is that." I pull people out <laughs> of the, the 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 muck and the miry clay before it gets too hard, before it's a bit hard, before it gets hardened into the grief. And I believe that you're the same. You're the same way. And um, like I was, I was, I I, I was sharing um, with the NWCP a couple of weeks ago. Was very disheartening, though. Is those of us who are starting to work in this grief work, not a lot of us look like us. Because I, I don't know if we feel as though we don't grieve or we or or we've had this keep moving. We need to keep moving and we just need to keep moving no matter what we're feeling. Just keep up, keep on, keep on, keep on trucking, baby. <laughs> and we know that's not it. And, that, and we know that at some point, boom, we're going to hit a wall. 
and we don't know what that wall is. And, and, and it's like, hello, deal with me. Hello, deal with me. I'm crying today. Deal with me. Okay. You don't want to deal with me. Boom. And then the floodgates open. Right. So All what do we, how do we, how do we, how do we create, continue to create spaces where people, and oh, I'm sorry. If you're, I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're watching on, if you're watching on Facebook Live or YouTube, one, like and share, but also feel free to call in 888 627 6008 or 323 744 7831. And they will um, let us know that you have a question for Dr. Jones or myself. And again, I am just Troy and we're talking about grief. Um, and, um, and, and which is again, we the 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 definition get, we gave was grief is the per, the loss of a, pe- a person, place, or thing that you're emotionally attached to. So, Dr. Jones, how do we get to how do we get to normal? I mean, again, that's I told I told them a couple of weeks ago. My job, my 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 mission, my goal is to one um, get as many people to healing, whatever that healing looks like for them, and to normalize this thing that we're collectively going through in this through this pandemic, which is grief. Okay. I'm going to hit some other areas. Fear. Yeah. I'm going I'm going to attack it because it's there. The 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 fear is there to handle any kind of grief. It's it's sitting right in front of Demira. Another thing that's that's being sitting there is procrastination. I say this mm. in my book, um, and I say a lot of other things in my book, but I pick these two areas out because it's sitting there, and and it's what one don't do: the the fear of the success, the fear of the unknown, the fear, just plain fear, fear is going to bring that grief on even more. Mm-hmm. If you don't deal with that grief, learn how to um, handle that grief, what's, what's going to happen? The fear is going to turn into a real bigger fear. Well, what you said, speaking of fear, and, 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 I'm, and I, want you, so I want you to expound on that, because as you were sitting there thinking, I was like, okay, when someone says you're fearful, like I'm not fearful, but you you've contained your feelings for so long, right? And I'm afraid if I if I if I if I deal with this, that I'm never going to stop crying again. I'm never going to. I'm gonna be in the ball. I'm. Uh, so, h- how do you help somebody who is fearful in this particular case, not just of all the other stuff, but really releasing the the pent up, built up, hidden, um, the hidden feelings that are now in the heart, um, uh, uh, and fear that once the floodgates open, they won't shut. Let me first say, in reference to emotions, please, <laughs> please have your day with your emotions, please, okay? Um, Stop trying to be the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Martyr. Thank you. That's that's probably best, yes. Stop trying to be the martyr. Go ahead and do it. 
please. <laughs> I mean, it, it's okay to have your emotions. It look, I have said to people, you can you can sit there and cry for cry with me for an hour. If you choose to cry for a whole hour, I am not mad at you. Okay? No one is angry with you. Some people are very, very emotional to that level. It's mm -hmm. okay. But people are afraid to drop that ball. It's all right. I, I, I use I, my, my famous tissue boxes. <laughs> um, get, get, your, get, your, get your beautiful cube tissue box if this is a loved one. And I don't even care if it's a problem. Get that, get that beautiful tissue box. Um, and and, and it's, it's amount, it's a certain amount of tissues in those boxes. I think like eighty tissues in the box or something. Yeah, I've counted. Yeah, I was trying to see. I, th I have, I have one, but I, I don't know what I did with it. I thought one was right in front of me. <laughs> so I mean, take take the tissue box, take the tissue, and each tissue is a grief. Eat, take mm. it. Take each one of them and 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 handle that. Let let let's that one tissue that you have, that one tear, because I'm gonna ask you if you're dealing with me, I'm gonna ask you, what is that? What is that one specific area? And you'd be surprised, it turns out to be about 20 areas or so. That's okay. Because what you're doing is you're bringing out that issue so that you can begin to deal with the fear. That's when you're going to start attacking the fear because you're starting to express that in that way that you can. If it's through your emotions, it's fine. I, right. I just say, well, stop. You, know, <laughs> you hear me? I'm like begging, like, stop. Do your work. Okay. And 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 that's funny because a lot of people, um, like I said, when I was, I mean, it was, I mean, when you when you open up, it's like if I if I let go, if I if I let this go, it's going to be years and years and years. Because I I know I tell people when I started writing, um, you mentioned your the books when I started writing mine, um, I didn't know. I didn't know that I would go back to when I was four years old um, and I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready to um, talk about, excuse me, my grandma, my, my father's mother who passed away. Um, and I didn't know that I still had emotions tied to um, the, her death. And I, was, I think I said it on Monday. Um, um, I say, even when my when, I, when when we go back to that whole, the grief never goes away. Um, I still have issues going to the hospital that she died in, and my grandmother has been gone since I'm four, and clearly I'm not four anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I can find, and uh, uh, but I had to. That's a and that's a fear. That, not that the hospital is no longer there, but um, that was a, I was very fearful. Of going into that hospital, um, even the, the hospital that my 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 mother's um, my mother's um, mother passed away two years ago. My grandmother who passed away two years ago. The first time I went to that hospital was during the pandemic, 
after my grandmother died, my mom was in the hospital. Um, I didn't, I didn't say it then. I just had a kid again because I didn't, it was unresolved. And I think that's what we do. We keep going in. I, I was telling, I told the, um, the group the other week, we keep going into the fire without guarding our hearts and without fixing what's in our hearts and um, not in this. So you have this unresolved and then, then this compounded, then we have this compounded grief and fear and we just, it's just, and then we get overwhelmed and we, we lash out and do crazy stuff because we're fearful. Like you said, fearful. We are, um, we, we just don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. People to, they tend to leave it there. Mm-hmm. They tend to leave those feelings there. I, I, I get this all the time. People will come with another problem that is another problem. <laughs> it, it, it's really, I'll hear somebody say, okay, let me give an example. They'll say, I have a, I have a problem smoking, okay? And then I find out they lost their mother. I mean, huh? You know, it, it, and then you'll find out much, much more in terms of them losing their their their, their mother than the smoking problem because you find that the smoking problem it, it it's an issue, but there's the other problem with the mom, the mom passing away, and you never dealt with what was underneath that, and that went on and on, and there was so much built up in that alone mm-hmm. that I'm. I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I wonder, I just, and people ask me, they be like, well, when I'm asking a question and I'll say, well, um, they'll say the, the cigarette problem or something. And I'll say, well, did, you know, did you lose your mother? And they'll look at me like, oh, where'd she get that from? Like, wow. Like, like, like I did something like, I'm not, I didn't do nothing but ask you a question, you right. know, and they're like, how did, how did you do that? Like I did something like the, the, the something, I did nothing. I did nothing but ask the question. I mean, because I I can tell that when people present the other problem that they don't present the grief, they present something else to cover the grief. And that's beneath the grief because they cover it and they do it a lot and they're good at it. People come in and they're good at it. And I'm like, no, no, you, what you've done is you've ignored You've ignored a very, very um, critical part of your life that you, you, you felt that that moment, I don't need to deal with that. I don't need to deal with that. But you needed to deal with that because if you don't deal with it now, you're going to deal with it. It's, it's exactly. going to affect you. And then some people, oh, hmm, please let me hit this one. And, you know, uh, well, well, that's over. That's over. Done with. Um, you know, and then you hear the, uh, in time, in time, in time. Um, can you say something about time? This is the way you it, it. When you said that, when you said that, you know, in the first, when you said time, in, in time, the song that hit me, Layla Hathaway, and I know she did a remix of it, but it was, it says, time, the words of the song, time heals all wounds. Mm-hmm. That might have been me. 
You bet. Yep. So that that part that was I think my my internet did something stupid. But anyway, sorry about that, everybody. But yeah, but and that's the thing. It's it time heals all wounds, so they say. I'll never forget that. And 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 it wasn't until right now when you just said that 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 popped into my head. And time, yes, time. <laughs> I think what she said. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. You got to put some. You got to put something on the wound, right? In order for it to. If you didn't put anything on it, right? So, I mean, so when you said that, that's the first thing that hit my head. That song, the words of that song. Uh, time doesn't necessarily heal everything. Yeah. It- Take the time to do the work. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I hear people use that all the time. And it's like, take the time to do the work. I mean, you because we, we're quick to say that. That's a cliche. That, that you know that the time here. Um, you ever thought about that uh it could be meant for you to deal with that one specific issue at that time? Since since you want to use the time zone, that at that time it's time for you to deal with that issue. Right. We 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 need to do it, and we 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 use that. We use that crutch all the time. Oh, you know. Oh, it'll take time. I tell people, please don't tell people that have passed away, and that you say, "Oh, honey, time will take care of that." You please. Time does it. If you don't take, if you don't deal with it, it doesn't matter the amount of time. It's not going to matter. <laughs> it could be, it could be years, and then the smallest thing will set you off. It will, it will, a, a, a smell, a touch, a fragrance, um, because you didn't, you didn't deal. That's why people we were talking. I mean, like, why the uh, when 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 like the George Floyd thing when that happened? Why did it hit us so hard? Or and then I saw um, the young man who shot up at the church down in Charleston. He was in the news today, and my my mind went straight back to that. Is because we have all this other stuff underneath our grief and our loss, and we feel it so deeply because we, as a community. A, a black community and then the Christian community, we don't, we just don't, we don't, we, we keep moving and we just put, we just keep putting things on top of one another until the top is like a soda. You shake it up. <laughs> it has to go somewhere. Yeah. And when you, open, yeah. and when you open the lid, it's like, <laughs> it's interesting that you mentioned the, um, the Christian community. Um, Cause I find that, you know, we, we being believers that um we 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 are to be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Even G- Jesus grieved too. <laughs> you know, he did Jesus too. <laughs> yeah, Jesus wept. I mean, thank you. You know, he 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 did he he did his part. You yeah. know, so so what what's wrong with us? Um and as 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 the believers in our in, in believers, we need to deal with this too. How are we helping the 
communities, communities. How are we helping as, as the body of Christ, the leaders? How are we helping those that are grieving? Can someone right. help me out? I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's there. And, and it's a job that we have to do. And we better do it. We, 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 right. we, better, we better do it. We better do it if we don't. And I, I say this to to the leaders as well as those who maybe somebody out there is grieving and, and, and maybe somebody have not dealt with their grief. And so I, I, and I can even hear somebody saying, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I, I can hear it. I hear it all the time. Uh, I, I, I encourage you to drop the pride. Drop it. Um, drop it. It's going to hurt you um, in the long run. Uh, it, it's okay. Find you the professional. Find you the coach. Do the work. Do the work so that you can. It can be normalized. Right. Okay. So do do the work. Um, stop. Stop. And stop acting like oh, well, I, I ain't got no money for that. Ooh, you know. You know how that goes. Um, pay the bill. Okay. Do do what do what you need to do. Stop avoiding. That's another another one in my book. Um, my book. Um, grief. To yeah. <laughs> Sorry. To- <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Now? No, that's what I say. Tell it because I because before we um because we're we're soon getting ready to get up out of here. But please tell everybody it's grief to growth, right? I have I have three books. I have done three books. And each of them are in reference to grief. The Grief to Growth is a journal. Um, grief to Growth, and believe me, I've been like, somebody's been like, how in the world? This woman is really with this grief deal. Um, this, is, this, is a, uh, this is a journal, a journal to help you on your grievous moments. And what myself and my co-author have done, which is a, my best friend, that we have um, taken several words and special words we have in here, which somebody say, oh, that's them little bit of words. Well, these are special words that um, will help you to get through the grieving process. Um, There's certain words. We got the fear in there. We got peace. We got procrastination. We got denial. We got avoidance. And, 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 and these are words that we took and they're mirrored so they can help you get through your grief. That's one of the books. The other one is the one I said, handle your grief. There is hope. Nothing's impossible. This was my first book, actually, that really gets into you handling your grief. That's very serious. And then a cookbook was done. A cookbook was done to help grievers. Yeah. Um, I chose um, I chose six authors, um, co-authors, and all of them have given their recipes to help people eat better um, in terms of grieving. No matter what type of grief it is, but these these authors, co-authors, have all put together recipes that are in this book to help um, to help people eat better. And so, um, and then I have my part in there about accountability, nutrition, um, using fiber. So this these are the books that I have that all pertain to dealing with grief. So as you can see, it's about the the grief deal. So how can they find you? How that you can find me? You can find me on Facebook on the Beneath the Grief Ministries Counseling Services um, on Instagram. You can go on Instagram at Beneath the Grief. 
um, oh my goodness, child, now, now you're really getting me. Um, my website is Beneath the Grief Ministries Counseling Services, mystrikingly.com. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter. 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 T- thank you, honey, because I'm telling you, it's just, I'm just everywhere. So it's like, it's sometimes I can't even it, get it. Isn't it, is it happy, happily, happy? There's another one that you use, happen, hap, hap. Happily. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm on, um, you said Twitter. I'm on Twitter in two places. I'm on the um, Dr. Jones as well as Beneath the Grief. Then I'm on the um, network, which is new, called HAPS. HAPS, that's what it is. That's what it is. HAPS, that's pretty new. I'm on there on Friday nights, and I talk about the issues of grief as well as I do coaching as well, as well as a subject that's very, very very, very much grievous, which is the narcissist. I talk about that group, the narcissist. So very, very serious, grievous issue in relationships. So um, you can you can find me on HAPS where I'm there on Friday nights doing that. Um, also is ministry piece on the first and third um, weekends um, where I'm on the conference line. We also have a chaplain as well. And um, we bring the word of God. On, on the on the conference line as well as, as on Haft on Blog Talk Radio as well. Um, you can also find me on the Anchor Anchor You can find me in many different places: Castbox, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google, um, Stitcher, Breaker. All that's on my website. That you can find me other places as well. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Um, I, I'm in all those places. Awesome. So if you want, as you can see, if you want to get in touch with Dr. Jones, absolutely do that. If you want to purchase her book, absolutely do that. Um, you know, thank you, Dr. Jones, for being here. As, as always, I really, truly appreciate it. She has become a friend and a, uh, I told her, I said, you know, she's a life coach. She's a certified life coach. And um, she she actually helped me get my, my life coaching, <laughs> my life coaching certification. <laughs> So I, I am so ex- I'm thankful for her. Thank uh, uh, BBS Radio. If you want to support the, um, the the Just Troy program, feel free to you can go to our website. You know I'm everywhere. Just Troya. Um, what I what I will want to, what I do want to say is um, one of the things that that came out um, after I was um, our, our retreat a couple of weeks ago. One that I'll continue to say whenever I work with any of my clients, I have them do a head and a heart check because we want to make sure that they're both in alignment. Because sometimes our heart is holding on to what our heads have already released, so we don't want to. So when you release it in your out of your head, you want to also release it out of your heart so that you can then begin to live. A um live this live this life that God has intended to you to do. He doesn't intend for you to live a life of uh, standing in the grief, which is why I, I write my. You know, everybody knows I have the book Soul Ties, Letters of Love, learning to live through loss. Um, I had to learn how to do this journey now, and um, I had to. Um, and I'm learning how to release not just from my head, but also from my heart, because the Bible does tell us to guard your heart. Um, but it also says the heart is a deceitful thing. So it's not there. I, I was telling, I was asked my telling them, I said, it's not that the Bible is, is con- contradicting each other. They're in concert. What it is saying is that guard what you're putting into your, your, your mind, your head gate and your, cause so it doesn't flow to the heart. Because again, the issues of life flow through your heart. So what, what am I saying? 
Head and heart check always. Check your head, check your heart. If your heart is out of alignment, check your head. If your head is out of alignment, check your heart. And then hopefully, um, and then and then always check with God. Um, so I am just so very appreciative. Again, Dr. Jones, thank you for coming. If you all need me, hello at justtroya.com. Um, um, I'm on D, 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 uh, BBS radio every other Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Um, East Coast, I mean, West Coast time. Um, in two weeks, my guest will be Siobhan Stewart. Um, uh, and I'm so excited to talk with her. Uh, so uh, uh, I think that's all I have for tonight. And I'm going to do our closeout and then that'll be it. And we will see you in a couple of weeks. Again, thank you, Dr. Jones. And love you. Thank you. Bye-bye.